Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast where two old school Heroes fangirls talk about the show and defend its honor. My name is Rachel. And I'm Keisha. And today we are going to wrap up our season one journey looking back at all of the lovely characters from the first season of the show in what we're calling the Heroes season one yearbook. But before we get into that, we have a dash, woo, a little pinch woo, of new news <laughs> from Keisha. So take it away. Yeah, so just a little bit of new casting news, which I guess is like the majority of the news we talk about these days. Uh, Zachary Quinto got cast to do yet more voiceover work. Seems like he's really trying to move into that, which a lot of actors do because it's like, it's the sweet gravy of the acting world. <laughs> you get to just do it wherever. Um he is going to be in the new Invincible TV series over on, I believe it's Amazon. It's an adaptation of the Robert Kirkman comic series. Uh, people might know that name. He is the guy who created the Walking Dead comic book series. Uh, he did Invincible alongside of it. Invincible is kind of a messed up take on like a Superman style story. But yeah, they're doing an animated series of it that Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg are producing. And you would know them because they're, they, they're doing all kinds of shit right now. Like they did Preacher, they did The Boys. So, you know, doing a lot of comic book ad- adaptations. Uh, yeah, Zachary Quinto got cast in it alongside Kari Payton. That was the other person who got announced. Uh, Kari Payton's role is going to be pretty small in it unless they change things from the comic. Uh, Quinto is taking on a really interesting role in this and if they get the chance to actually like explore the whole of the comic because it's really long it's like 150 issues i think he's gonna have a lot to do and i i wonder if he even knows that or if that was part of how they got him to sign on because uh he's playing a character called robot and robot starts off pretty i don't know like totally just as a side character and definitely has a lot more important stuff to do later on so I'm really excited to see how much of the story they get to tell and how much of it he gets to be involved in, because that's a really interesting character for him to take on, is all I'll say. I don't want to spoil people, but he has a hell of a ride in the comics. So, yeah. Cool. I have zero knowledge of the comics, so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I'm just like, I have no knowledge. You bring bring forth your knowledge, Keisha. Yeah. New news. <laughs> I wonder if we'll get a little more with Comic-Con coming up this week. Well, that's why they announced, I think. I think that's why they announced Kari Payton and, and Zachary Quinto. Is mm-hmm. They announced the full cast, and they were uh, new additions to it. Because the, the cast is ridiculous. Like, I don't think it has any other Heroes people in it, but it has, like, an, an absolute shit ton of, like, cool genre people in it. I just want to, oh, I just, I just want to see what it looks like, like the animation, because it, it's, it's probably going to look pretty cool. Seth Rogen and his producing partner, Evan Goldberg, have done, like, amazing comic book adaptations. Like I said, you know, Preacher was really good. Um, the Boys is amazing. And I hate the comic for that. Like, hate it. They're, they're doing good work. I'm sure they'll have, like, a teaser or, like, key art or something up somewhere. I'd kill for a trailer. Like, even a teaser trailer. I'd fucking kill for it. The other... I have a couple mm-hmm. other little things to get into before we start. Sure. Um, number one, Peacock is out. It sure is. Uh, rip Roku and, uh, <laughs> Amazon Fire Stick <laughs> users, though, because you can't get it on there. That's a thing with, uh, HBO Max, too. Yes. So the streaming wars have casualties already. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you have, um, you can watch it on the computer, I guess. And Heroes is on yeah. the free Peacock 
tier. Like the full free tier. Yes. Um, I actually, I signed up and, um, cause I was curious and there's some, like it's, it's like the, I hate to use the analogy, but it's like they're on the corner and they give you a taste of like a season of something you like. And then they're like, oh, you want more? You got to pay for that, bud. So, <laughs> but Heroes is actually fully free on it. So, mm-hmm. Well, it's like, it's their old stuff. So like, you know, why not? You'd be surprised what they're trying to make people pay for more seasons of, but no. Oh, I, I believe that too, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that might change uh, as they get more original content on there and then just, you know. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Like, if the shows will shift tiers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I could see that. And because it's come out, like, uh, Grunberg put out a tweet the other day, all like, rewatching Heroes, I forgot how good I was in it. <laughs> and uh, dare I say, if I can segue, um, none of the caps he showed were from season one. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> tea. Okay. Oh, the tea's so delicious today. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah, I wonder if more actors who are on it will be like, hey. It's very Grunberg of him to do that, though. But I did Very like uh, so. Bria's response to him, who we haven't met on the podcast or the show yet. And she was yeah, like, best she? boyfriend ever. And it was like, ah. Oh. Because she was like the one that got like the majority of the Heroes people onto Twitter, if we are being honest. Yeah, because she was, you know, like one of the youngest people on the cast. And you know how that works. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. <laughs> got to get everybody on the new technology. Mm-hmm. And but, some were quicker to yeah. get on it than others. Teehee. Mm-hmm. And some of them still don't even have one. I believe you are correct. I know I'm correct. <laughs> well, Pazar doesn't have one. No, he has an Instagram, though. He does. It's locked. You have to follow him, but he approves people. Yeah, because he approved you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, was like, I haven't tried. I should try. The only reason I found out he had one was because Sentinel did something and tagged him in it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, let me go follow him and Grumberg. And Coleman, I I think he tagged as well. So I was all like, well, let me just grab all those people. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta catch them all, eh? Yep. (laughs) It's like like Sendel was in your little Pokeball, and then he let you catch the other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's like, did you know these people are on there? No, I did not. Follow, follow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so so Peacock is live. Uh, That is where you can watch the show fairly easily there's ads on the free tier but there's ads if you watch it on imdb on amazon too so Mm -hmm. you know it's all good they're usually not that bad yeah so shall we shall we get into our summer superlatives yes yeah so like rachel said we thought it would be fun to wrap up the volume yearbook style and in doing so, if you remember, like, when you get your yearbook, at the end of the year, they've got that little section in the back, usually, where it's got all the superlatives, all the, like, best of and most likely to, like Peter says to Nathan. So I thought it would be fun if we closed off the series one with kind of a recap and a feature for most of the characters and events that occurred by putting it in this format. And I think if you're really confused by it, like Rachel was when I tried to pitch it to her, uh, you'll see what uh, you'll see what we mean when we get into it. Yeah, it makes sense once we go through it, so. I love it. You were like, superlatives? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, how is this going to work for an you episode? Know, but... It's the thing! Yeah. <laughs> I got it. We got it. Yeah, we're here. We've We've... We've gone on this journey together. We're here. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll start off our yearbook. Let's start with Nikki Sanders, who is the drama queen. 
She's always changeable. You're not sure what version of her you're going to talk to next. Then we also have D.L. Sanders, who is the drama king. Trouble with the law and trouble at home and trouble at work. We also have Micah Sanders, who is the most tech savvy. He can build computers and fix an election. So let's talk about the Sanders clan in season one. Our most favorite thing to talk about every week. (laughs) Nikki had quite the journey in season one. She um, started off as like the eye candy of the show, you know, the stripper. Mm. And she had a lot of interesting things going for her. But like just in the end, her storyline was just slow. And it wasn't just us at the time. A lot of people were like, where is this going? She doesn't really fit in with the rest of the heroes. She's too disconnected. But she wasn't that bad in the rewatch. I don't know what you thought about Nikki watching her again. Um, well, it kind of goes back to the whole rant that we had in the early episodes of our podcast. Where it's like, she's not a bad character. It's just the circumstances of her setting make it hard to care about her. Because she's so isolated. And also, my god, do they stretch her story out over many episodes that is just unnecessary to do. Like, accomplishing one thing in her story takes, like, four episodes. And that's not a, that's not a fucking exaggeration. And that's a problem with, like, the whole Sanders clan, really. Yeah, they, they stretch her shit out. They stretch that whole family's story out way too much because they know how isolated they are. So they have to keep the timeline parallel enough so that when she does interact with other people, it works with their stories. But it makes watching anything, any scenes with them, just a nightmare. Because it's like, I don't care. So much of your guys' story, I don't care about. Mm -hmm. You're so alone from everyone else for so long. It's literally like watching a different show within a show, and it's not a good show. Agreed. And spoiler alert, doesn't get much better in season two. As far as we recall. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh boy, yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting. Um, it's funny. It's like you know we we did uh, Nikki for for this, but um, Jessica we did not, mm-hmm. and uh, we like Jessica. <laughs> yes, we do. And I I wonder if a lot of that is because she like I don't know why do we like Jessica so much more. The this could go into a whole thing about female characters on Heroes. Uh huh. Because and it could and it should because there are like. Not that many, especially in season one. There's two main female cast leads. Uh, three. Who's the third? I almost said two earlier, too, but technically Tawny Cypress was a lead. Okay. Fair Simone. enough. Fair enough. She, she was lead, yeah. barely on the show. <laughs> okay, but she was a part of the regular yes. cast. You have to count mm-hmm. her. Okay. So three. Because she's part of the problem, too. Her her character. Yes. The, the queen of being fridged. Which, um... I think I liked her character a lot more, um, Simone, which we're not talking about her yet, but whatever. <laughs> sure. In the rewatch, mm-hmm. um, she was a lot less dour than I had remembered her being. Yeah, right? So, I mean, that was, like, a pleasant surprise. Agreed. I didn't get a whole lot of surprises out of uh, Nikki slash Jessica, though, on the rewatch. She was pretty much everything that I remembered her being. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It's... It's just, yeah, it's like I said, they have to stretch out her very, very limited plot in such a way that every time the focus would shift back to her, you'd be like, oh, this again? We're still doing this? Like, yeah, they 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 had the most problems in terms of, like, pacing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, like, I don't understand fully why either, but I really like Jessica. And I would have been absolutely fine with her being the lead and Nikki just going away forever. <laughs> well, we like the, the, like, you know, the strong Which female that's character. Just, yeah, TM. And we also uh, like people that are like, villains a bit so and she was kind of yeah, like yeah, not yeah. afraid to be an asshole well she's kind of like an anti-hero mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's just our bias that we like ladies like that mm-hmm. um but oh yeah i, I don't know i it, it's it's interesting because i feel like the show definitely with what happens in season two is gonna be like oh we heard you we're gonna do something about this but what happens is really kind of shitty to certain people in this triangle of a family mm-hmm. um i uh, yeah i i just feel bad for dl how about that that'll be my tease for season two i feel bad for dl yeah i think we i feel bad for leonard roberts we've you know? mentioned feeling bad for him i think before a lot because <laughs> it's coming it's really soon now yeah so. yeah and he gets the shaft in such a major way mm-hmm. I'd forgotten the specifics behind it until, like, recently, and I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But uh, Micah, Micah has his, like, fun little, like, kid arc, mm-hmm. which, um, I don't know. I mean, he's an interesting perspective because we don't follow that many children on the show. Yeah. Because uh, Claire's a teenager. That doesn't count. Mm-hmm. That's different entirely. Um, and then, you know, we get that little tease with, like, little heroes with, like, him and Molly later. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. It's just, like, I don't know. Like, we'll see more of the kids later. But I, there's an argument to be made about, like, yeah, but is this a show for children? <laughs> like, true. Very true. Is that is that where its strength lies? Like, is that going to be another tonal mistake? I don't know. Mm. But Micah gets a cool, like path and it's fun to see like this is his origin if you think of it that way and uh he's very powerful and he can affect the the world of these characters in big ways so Mm -hmm. uh but yeah uh do we have anything else to say as we wrap up the sanders clan in season one i don't think so i mean like i hate to just keep bashing them but like they are the weakest link goodbye i don't know Was (laughs) was the weakest link on then i think it was well it's not goodbye yet i know they are the weakest link, though, in season one. And it's not just us. It's not. It is, it's not just it us. It is in articles like, of the time. Yeah. And again, season Look one up old reviews. is not perfect. No. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. They're a big reason why, too, unfortunately. Yes. That's what's so funny. It's like, if I may, if I may, Rachel. Go for it. Um, we talked about Peacock having launched. Uh, Vulture did a, a list of shows that you could watch on the on the streaming network and uh heroes was on it obviously and how much do you want to bet that they were like fuck the rest of the show season one was perfect meh, 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 meh. and um it's funny because everyone always mentions like the claire storyline when they say mm-hmm. that they always say save the fucking cheerleader and i know that that was like the tagline for the show but it's like yeah it's like okay i'm not saying uh, that, that storyline's not great because it is and then, you know, <clears throat> the exploding man has its moments, too. But I-, I love how in every single article it's like that. Really? We're not going to talk about, like, you know, Nikki and DL and their drama. And we're not going to talk about, like, all these other characters who have, like, not great storylines and moments. Are we just going to pretend that, you know, they're part of this perfect season one that doesn't exist? Like, mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, of course you're going to use, like, the best part of the season. I can do that with any season, including season two. Yes, so. ma'am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
fuck off with that. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I forgot to talk about that at the beginning, too, but. I wasn't gonna, and then I was like, no, this is a good moment to bring it up. Because okay. I, I wasn't gonna click on it, and I was like, I bet you they do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they did. They did. So... You'll find this episode gets uh, less ranty as we go along because we very specifically put it, it in the um, <laughs> characters we want to rant about first order, so. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which. <laughs> <laughs> go for it, Keisha. I swear, I swear to God, this is not an anti-Matt Parkman podcast, <laughs> but it kind of is right now. Because his season one self is, like, not amazing. I think we need to admit that. Um, so, this is shady, I'll admit it. Uh, Matt Parkman won our most likely not to succeed award <laughs> because, <laughs> hey, just look at the facts. He failed his detective exam. He failed his FBI tryout. He failed to catch Siler. And the one thing he has succeeded at is he has a pregnant wife at home because we hear about it all <laughs> the time. <laughs> like at the end of the season, it's all he ever talks about. Um, but yeah, I swear it's it's so funny because if you look back, I'm like, oh yeah, Greg Grunberg was the reason why I wanted to watch Heroes. I like him. And then hear us bashing about fucking Parkman for 25 episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But in season one, he has a lot of work to do as a character. Yes. So I think his season two arc is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I'm excited to get to that. Mm-hmm. I like who he works with. I like what he gets to face. Mm-hmm. Um, but in season one, like, I'm sorry. He's just kind of struggling to keep up, which we talk about. We talk about how even though he has a power, it's not at this time when he can weaponize so much. So he's kind of flailing in the way that like a normal cop would in this world. That's increasingly full of people like Siler, who you can try to shoot five times, but it's not going to end well for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I, I, the only parts I really like with Parkman, I love him and Audrey and there's not enough Audrey. And there we go. Circling back around. to Not enough cool women on heroes. Problem. That is true. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. And, uh, it's interesting because the mat that we see in Five Years Gone pretty much is the mat that we, like, get for the rest of the series. Like, the way yes. his motivations all the way up into Through Reborn yes. are solid and that kind of, like, it's extreme foreshadowing in how he evolves as a character. Like, when we did that episode and I mentioned it's funny how you can stop some parts of the future, but some people have the exact same trajectory. Mm-hmm. I didn't name him at the time, but that's who I was talking about. Yes. So think of him in Five Years Gone, who we repeatedly called an asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that'll give you a sense of where we're headed. But um, I'm very excited for him in the next volume. I, I feel like he gets to be a better character in volume two. Volume one, he just had his training wheels on, you know? He had a lot of stuff to learn, and he had to take some spills and some scrapes, but... Uh, yeah, he kind of has a, a similar problem with the Sanders where they focus on the normal person part a lot. Yeah. And it's fine at first, but there comes a point in the show, and it's probably about homecoming, where you're like, I don't care about your home problems anymore. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, that's not what we're watching. We want to watch, you know, y- y- I don't know. It's like... I hate to be like, we want it to become X-Men, but we do. Like, we want to get into the nitty-gritty of the genre of it. I don't care about your marital problems at a certain point. 
it was fine to establish his character, but they really just hang so much of it on it. And it's just like, oh, I just want to see, I just want to see, like, cool powers and, 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 like, extraordinary people. And I don't want to get bogged down in the soap opera stuff. And I feel like Parkman and, and the Sanders clan really get bogged down in that. Yeah. From what I remember in season two, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot better. There should be less Matt Parkman bashing, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Cue us in like 11 weeks or whatever being like, hey, guess what? <laughs> hey, guess what? Matt still sucked. I'm sorry. No, I, I think I liked him a lot more, if I remember correctly, in volume two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't. Uh, wh- okay, so let's compare this. To the first time we watched the show, I didn't remember being so annoyed by Parkman the first time, but damn, having to see this all again in a new context, it's like, wow. Same. I don't care about your soap Same. opera. And that's for someone who likes soap opera. Yes. <laughs> so. now, do you have any do you have any other thoughts to impart about Parkman and his his journey? Good old Maddie Parkman. Um Yeah, okay. just looking forward to seeing if we like him better in season two. <laughs> Which yeah, I, I I don't want to spoil, but I feel like we're going to. Yes, I, I think so. And then amusingly, we won't later. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think season two is like peak Matt Parkman. Yeah. So. Yes. And then season three, it all starts to, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm remembering things from down the road. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So. Well. That's that's our, our Matt Parkman wrap up. So <laughs> let, let's move forward then. In time and space? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Had to resist the urge to do the Doctor Who kind of thing, but... Oh, God. Yeah, I bet. Tiny whiny. So, let's go to Hiro Nakamura, who we've given Class Clown. He is the life Mm -hmm. of the party if he manages to stay in one place, time zone, or country. (laughs) And Ando Mazahashi, who gets biggest flirt. Oh, yeah. Is there to the end of the line until he sees a cute girl... And he's always willing to help for the right smiling face. I forgot how, like, <laughs> flirty Ando is in season one until rewatching. Oh my god, mm-hmm. right? Like, calm down, bud. <laughs> Keep it in your pants. Yeah, so. Like, Hero is one of the focal points of season one. And, yes. you know, other than, like, he has a couple, like, slow points or whatever in it. But, like, overall. He doesn't necessarily have, like, I'm a normal person arc that we were complaining about with uh, Mac Partman and uh, the Sanders family. Yeah, um, I think, I was just thinking about that, actually. Uh, I think he succeeds because his power and his, it continues to be part of his journey. It's woven in Mm -hmm. better. It's not like, oh my god, could you imagine if we had, like, half of his shenanigans without, like, anything to do with his destiny, the sword, his father, or his power? Mm -hmm. He's just fucking around in Vegas then, isn't he? Like, oh, that would have been the worst. And arguably, there's a moment where you're like, really? We're still doing this? <laughs> like, but I think a lot of that also goes back to what we've talked about before, where it's like this, this, this thing of having um, such long epa seasons of television. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, creates real pacing problems. And uh, thankfully, it's something that gets... Um, better in the next volumes because the volumes themselves are tighter mm-hmm. which i think is only helpful like yes season three is technically what is it 25 episodes um but it's split so mm-hmm. i feel like they have better storytelling in having shorter seasons i don't know i'm so i'm so anti uh, long seasons and i have been for a long time so yeah but 
it's kind of hard to go back and watch shows that have long seasons. But people complain about Hero's uh, initial storyline in season two as being too slow, which, whatever, I'll fight you. So, <laughs> <laughs> I am so excited to see, like, you don't think you're going to be a little aggro, but I think you are, and I'm excited for that. All right, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. I'll bring it out of you. I'll, I'll, I'll get you past okay, good, and fine. Um, I think for Hero this season... There wasn't really a lot of surprises on this rewatch. Um, you know, he, he was as solid as he, I remember him being. Season one is hero season. Mm-hmm. It, it, I mean, like, I would say, like, season one and then parts of season two, just because of, like, the whole journey with, like, you know, the stuff in Japan. is. I, I, I liked the stuff mm-hmm. in Japan as well. So It ebbs and flows um, and, like, you know, them trying yeah. to keep his power in check mm-hmm. as the series goes on. Yeah, it's like, the, the thing about hero in season one is it's like this is peak hero and by that i mean his storyline is gonna go interesting places as the show continues and it's gonna go to some places that are bad (laughs) like i feel like hero gets screwed by the show the most Mm -hmm. overall um which is interesting and you could you know you could have a whole discussion about that and about the focus shifting certain characters and certain stories and uh we'll get there trust me because we have to have that conversation but right now i say enjoy season one hero because he's iconic i feel like he gets mild redemption and reborn though yeah yeah yes yes but yeah coming up in three (laughs) and four there are parts of hero's storyline that are like "Eh." i was like anything's better than what happens to him in fugitive (laughs) (laughs) oh lord that's going to be hard to talk about without just screaming into the void. Um, and, and then, yeah, Ando has just, like, the cool, like, sidekick journey pretty much throughout season mm-hmm. one. And, and it, he gets his little moments to shine, but he's going to have more later on where he gets to really establish himself as a uh, full character just on his own, which I'm excited for. He, he has a really good arc in season one. From, like, disbelief yeah, to, like, I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. just the sword and go kill the bad guy if you won't do it, you know? Which, you know, it's got some balls yeah. on mm-hmm. <laughs> We already talked about what happens when regular people go up against people like Siler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing good. Um, yeah. So, Hero and Ando, they are, uh, they're solid. It's, it was solid on the rewatch. No major complaints, really. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, man. We'll go to our next section, which we can go back and forth on the people person by person, all right? Okay. This section is called In Loving Memory. Because <laughs> it's like when you're in a yearbook and they always have like the spread on who didn't make it. Yes. So, yeah. It's that. Which probably, which used to be like one person maybe or whatever, but. Girl, don't talk about my fucking high school. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. There were four people on those pages. Hot damn, hot damn. Yeah, it was a string of bad luck. Um, yeah, so there's there's a, there's a small chunk of people in our memoriam section. Mm-hmm. Most all of them from the same person. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Four of them, yeah, like half of them are. Yeah, yeah, over half. <laughs> yeah, so. All right. We'll run through and then we'll go Almost back and talk seven. about them all. So. Yeah. All right, so I'll start with the first and then we'll go to you. So, first sure. we have Isaac Mendez. It's not every painter that gets to save the world posthumously. Uh, Ted Sprague. He showed us one way to stop an exploding man. <laughs> Charlie Andrews. Had a great memory, 
But sadly, just a memory now. Aiden McCain. She couldn't talk her way out of that one. Simone DeVoe. Is it cold in that fridge? Daniel Linderman. He tried to heal the world, but he couldn't heal himself. Because his power doesn't work that way. Thompson. When HR doesn't hear your concerns. <laughs> Alright, so those are those are the heroes we lost. Uh, let's talk about yeah. them. Let's talk about them. Yeah. Uh, I liked Isaac more on my rewatch. Mm-hmm, same. Like, a lot more. Same. Isaac and Simone, like I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it... it... It's it's clear that they were trying to be sneaky with Isaac and, and trying to position him as one of the main heroes. And, and that's why, obviously, it was like such a, oh, when Siler got yep. him. Because they were trying to fool us <laughs> into thinking he'd be around more. Well, if you like, he was on like the main poster. Yeah. And who knows how uh, things changed as the season progressed and like, you know, stories changed. Oh, definitely. And then like, again, it's like you said, he gets to save the world posthumously. Like, he... His paintings live on. It's a thing they continue on with the, on the show. Yep. In season two, especially. <laughs> Much to some people's chagrin. Well. <laughs> but I like the season two paintings. It makes sense that you'd find stuff right yeah. after that, like, oh, you know, he has a large body of work. Yeah, clearly. He, yeah. I, I don't understand how people were so pissy about that. If anything, like, that's who it would work for. Like, he was an artist. It wasn't like he was just a guy who painted on the mm-hmm. side. And then it was like, oh, here's this cache of paintings we've never seen. Like, no. Like, that's what he did. Of course he would have ones you wouldn't mm-hmm. have seen. He cranked them out, man. Yeah, exactly. Plus, some of them just look really cool. I like some of the season two paintings quite a bit. Same. Tim Sale did a good job on, on those. They are very cool. Um, Thoughts about Ted? Yeah, Ted, Ted was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Like, we know about Ted. Like, we know about his tragic backstory and everything, but... He's definitely, like, the definition of a red shirt. Mm-hmm. He was never, ever going to no. last. And he went out the way he went out. And he was very much just, like, a plot machination, so. Yeah. Charlie, she was not in there for very long. No, but she made a mm-hmm. mark. Isn't that funny, though? Like, she's barely in the show, but it's just, like, a combination of really great scene work with, uh, with Mossy, with mm-hmm. Hero, and a really charismatic actress playing Mm -hmm. her it just makes her so damn iconic to the season even though yeah she's barely in it it's just funny to me how some people can be in the whole season and you're just like eh but one person shows up and is barely in it and you always remember them and they uh stand out as a highlight uh, what about Eden? Mm. It's. I would be interested to see if she was ever meant to actually go on further, or if the rumors were in fact true. Even though we can't find them, but I swear to God, they are actually. It was, was the a gossip thing. At the time. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, okay. So here's the thing with Eden: is I wonder if Parkman's ability would grow the way that it ends up doing if she had stayed around, because then we wouldn't have needed mm, that. Very true. Or if she would have gotten nerfed in some way because she's very, very powerful, potentially. Also true. And the most powerful characters on the show tend to get uh, tend to get nerfed really bad. So. Or was she always going to have this happen and it just, like, <laughs> happened to, like, coincide with everything else? Yeah, right? Like, I mean, even if all the other stuff behind the scenes hadn't have occurred, she definitely seems like a character who wasn't around, who wouldn't have been around for very no. long. I liked the mm-hmm. character on the show. I can't say I didn't. Would have been nice to see. Nora. I like Nora as a yes. mm-hmm. So I agree. Yeah. I agree. I like her. I like her in things. Like 
I've seen her in a lot of things. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do we want to go back and talk about Simone again, or like? Oh, I mean, I think we've already kind of we kind of yeah. covered her, but like again, it would have been nice to see her a little more. <laughs> she was fridged super hard. She was, but then it's like, but then Isaac was killed yeah. too, and we've seen that romance doesn't work on heroes. <laughs> so like, she wouldn't have just you know like went with Peter. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like what role could she have had? Which is unfortunate because I don't like to limit her in that way, but just based on what we've seen and what we know about the show, it's like, yeah, but what could she really have done? It goes back to the whole, like, normal people need to step aside kind of way, uh, Very thing. Very true. So, for the most part. But her father did have an ability, so she could have manifested yeah. something. Oh, like she could have been mm-hmm. latent. Like, she's, yeah. Perhaps. Maybe she had one she didn't even know about. Sayonara, Simone. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Well, she was, like, the, the shocking, yes. like, first main lead character death. Like, oh, because, you know, she'd been positioned as such a, mm-hmm. you know, like a romantic lead, for one thing, with all the fucking love triangle nonsense. But as we've seen, heroes don't have time for that. So, nope. <laughs> so yeah, moving on. Daniel Linderman. I, I, I love him. <laughs> I, I think he's great. He's great. We get to learn more about him as seasons go on, too, even though he's dead. Mm-hmm. Um Especially yep. in the graphic novels, as we talked about, like, uh, War Buddies is like was, like, both of our top one, pretty much. Yeah, it's super good. It gives you so much backstory. Yeah, like, oh, God, it, just, it goes back to, like, casting charismatic people again, yep. doesn't it? Malcolm McDowell is so good mm-hmm. in that role that you're sad he dies, actually. But we do see him again. We do. Um, It'd be all annoying and be like, no one's ever really dead on Heroes, unless they are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Good old Thompson. Slimy uh-huh. bad guy. I mean, there you go. That's his role. You know, set up to be, like, you know, bumped off even. Yeah. Like, when he dies, you're like, that's not surprising. No. <laughs> but it's perfect with who does it and everything. Yes. A window mm-hmm. into the kind of people they have at the company. Exactly. Which you will see more of. Bad people. Not yep. Thompson, but more company people. We don't ever see Thompson. We might bad, get flashback we? stuff of him in the Wait. comic. Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perhaps. So I was like, wait, do we see him again? I don't think on the show, no. Unless there is a Are flashback. You sure, though. Maybe. Because I'm kind of doubting myself. Okay, I don't know for now. sure. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> because I know there's another thing that happens down the road, and I'm like, oh, wait, maybe. We might, but like, yeah. It's nothing like it. Yeah. I don't think we do, yeah. though. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, rest in peace, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of y'all, let's get back to the to the superlatives. <laughs> um, oh yeah, back to it. So we have Claire Bennett, who we've given most accident prone. Whether on the football mm-hmm. field or off, this cheerleader doesn't shy away from blood. And Noah Bennett, <laughs> best nickname, but it didn't stop us from using his real name before it was time. <laughs> and by us, it yeah. just means me. <laughs> It's just me. I'm the one. You've heard it. You've heard it a million times. I just like calling him HRG. That's why. (laughs) I remember I, I, well, I used to, I used to not call him HRG so much. It was always Mm -hmm. Hergie. So. Hergie. That is true. Yeah. But I just, anyway, I'm not going to get into it. Um, so. The Bennets. Yeah. Uh, they are, I don't know, like, 
if you would say like the Petrellis are the backbone of season one, would you say the Bennets are like the heart of season one? Ooh, like they're right there with each other, but they function differently. Yes, I'd go so far as to say that because spoiler alert or not, um, <laughs> the show really kind of becomes the Bennett and Petrelli yes. show with with guests with special guests. Mm. <laughs> And, well, you know, the, the Siler show, but we won't get into that. Uh, it becomes pretty much everyone we're about to talk about show. Uh, yeah, that's why we saved them <laughs> for last, um, frankly. Uh, yeah, what did you think of uh, Claire's storyline? I, I, I liked it. Like, I remember having problems with it on other rewatches, but I was like, no, she, she has a good story. Yeah, it was uh, this rewatch especially, paying yeah. attention to everyone with a lot more care. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I definitely enjoyed her more now fuck brody still like (laughs) well yeah fuck brody obviously like um again like she shows the right way to balance the real life problems with the superhero Mm -hmm. problems her stuff is woven in so perfectly with that it's like um so many of her like superpower problems could be metaphorical for like teenage problems it's like the buffy Mm -hmm. thing i I, I know i I think it works pretty well and then noah's great no no (laughs) (laughs) we we love hrg so always have mm, always will <laughs> nothing will change that ever <laughs> nope nope not lost the twinkle in our collective eye for him no nope, no nope. so. still my personal number one favorite character on heroes mm-hmm. yeah yeah noah bennett over here and rachel's like mm-hmm. top shelf <laughs> hold on so it goes so it goes noah i'm trying to guess you're like top three yeah i guess my top three Okay, uh, so uh-huh. Bennett, uh-huh. Nathan, Adam. Yeah. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and then depending on mood and day, it's like uh, Mohinder and um, Siler kind of swap four and five. Damn, mm-hmm. homie. <laughs> Maybe if I'm feeling extra saucy, Peter slides in there at one of those spots. But like, yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and, and look, none of them are women. That's uh- my point. <laughs> There's other shows that I love and watch, and there's women in that top three, and it's like, why is that not in Heroes? I know! I know, because it's such a sausage party, first of all, so there's very few chances. And then second of all, half of the really great female characters on the show were barely mm-hmm. on the show. So, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man, yep. Mm-hmm. Well then, Mohinder Suresh... Who is sometimes in your in your mm-hmm. top tier and sometimes in mine as well? Uh, he got most opinionated because if you want access to his father's research, you better do things his way, or at least promise that you'll help him stop Siler. That's, that's really <laughs> it. Just help him stop Siler. It's the only thing he wants. Why won't someone help him stop Siler? <laughs> um, yeah, Mohinder, season one wrap up. Uh. <laughs> He's just a delight. He's a delight. delight. Like, especially later in the season. And, um, especially watching now how obsessed he is with Siler, like, really stuck out. Like, it's so funny. Oh, you're going to help me stop Siler? Oh, Molly, tell me where Siler is. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Oh, God. Like, oh, we need to stop Peter or whatever. He's like, no, 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 I'm not interested. (laughs) He's going to explode. Not my problem. We got to get this Siler guy. Don't even care about it. I don't care if he explodes unless Siler's standing right next (laughs) to him. Oh my god, it's so mm-hmm. good. And I mean, obviously, you know, that obsession is partly why we did a whole mini-episode on him and, and mm-hmm. that boy, because they have a delightful relationship throughout the show, and season one is the core of it, so, yeah. 
Yeah. It's uh, it's it's fun. It's fun to see him because he has his skeptic journey mm-hmm. too, and then he gets the rudest of awakening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Ando, like Ando, it's just like, oh sweet, I can I can teleport with my friend to different countries sometimes. How fun! And, and Mahinder's like, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Because I pissed off mm-hmm. one of them. I'm going to die and my father died so. because of it. Yeah, exactly. I don't think I had any new appreciation for Mohinder because I always pretty much held him in fairly high esteem. So. Yeah, he's great. You know. He's also one of the ones that we tended to focus on when we did a rewatch. Like before. Well, yeah. So, he's sassy. He's great. He's fun. <laughs> he ain't putting up with no one's bullshit. Except for all the bullshit that he Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's great. Um, yeah. Shall we move on to our, our yes. next mm-hmm. our next person? So our next person is Siler, no last name <laughs> given. Uh, and he got most changed because it's really wild with a new haircut and a change of clothes and a body count could do for a guy. <laughs> is there anything to say at this point with him? Like, it, we're, we're clear. You know, we've... <laughs> you've heard. Like, you've heard. You've heard in however many episodes we've done. Like... I have nothing new to say about his season one journey. I, I, <laughs> my love is on my sleeve. Like, so we make we make no bones about the fact that we're Siler fans. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, and like, he's my number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. All right, now I got to play the guess. Yeah, yours. Everybody knows it. Oh, um, shit! I have to read them. <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> give me a second. I'm like number one, no one else. Uh, okay, I'll just do three, and you might laugh at my third okay. one, but I don't care because it's so. True. I think two okay. would be Peter for you. Yes, it would. Oh my god, three! If I'm gonna laugh at three, all right, hold on, I gotta like fucking. Uh huh. I'm sure I'm missing like a real answer, but like I feel like this is also a real answer. So. Who would you like that would be like the third? And why would I ask? Yeah, exactly. And I'm show. like, it's got to be someone who's not. Yep. No, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just, ugh, fuck, I hate ranking things. I hate it. And I also hate ranking things, it's so a lot it's of okay. pressure. Okay. <sighs> I'm, I'm, like, searching my head, like, who is Keisha into? You know the answer. Look in your heart, you know it to be I feel true. like, is it, because you mentioned her earlier, is it L? I almost okay. was, but it's not. She's not top three. She's who is in it, there, then? though. It's Luke. <laughs> <sighs> Can you hear my head hit my microphone? That was. <laughs> oh my god okay yeah mm-hmm. don't oh my no, god i mean me. <laughs> it makes sense now that you said it, i'm like of course it is but i didn't think about it at the time it's, it's a little it's a little i was sitting here thinking like who else did she really enjoy and it just wasn't coming to my head but i really like you want to i'm gonna yell so much about his missed mm-hmm. potential in that in that volume like mm-hmm. so much like yeah, yeah. And it was almost it was almost uh, Nathan. Yeah, I was, I was like, thinking like maybe Nathan because I know you really really like Nathan too. But I was like, there's got to be someone I'm not thinking about because you asked. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, if she gets to do like an Adam, I yeah, want to yeah, do a fun yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, little uh, murder mentee. <laughs> oh man. So moving forward. Yeah. To yeah. our last couple of our superlatives, we have Peter Petrelli, who we gave biggest dreamer. Had to. Uh, from the day we first met him, he was always willing to make one giant leap. TV. And his older brother, Nathan Petrelli, who gets most likely to <laughs> succeed. Place your bets on Nathan to do what needs to be done unless Peter is involved. <laughs> and then he'll say, fuck it. <laughs> 
At first, yes. at least. These two go mm-hmm. on quite the journey. So. Hmm. But as far as season one is, you know, bros. Yes. The Petrelli mm-hmm. boys. It's kind of like the Siler thing. It's like, we like them so much. It's like, I don't know. My, my opinion has not changed no, at all. No, no. <laughs> and they're great. And yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, oh, I always forget, not forget, but I guess I kind of just like momentarily forget uh, how much of a shark Nathan is. But then also, also how very vulnerable he is yes. too. Like people forget that about that character. They either look at, like, one side or the other and then get confused when the other thing happens. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And yeah, um... for Peter, Peter is a character I think I get more appreciation for as the seasons go on. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Do we want to talk about the Petrelli Bros anymore? Because I feel like their journey in season one is so goddamn well known Mm -hmm. that it's like... You don't really need to keep mentioning it. Do you know what I mean? We talk about them a lot. We talk about them a lot. They are the, like, linchpin of what brings us to season Mm -hmm. two. Um, And I feel like their relationship only gets more interesting as the series goes on. And and less, like, well-known by, like, just the public in general. So, because there's a lot of wild shit that they're going to go through in in the following volumes. So, together. Wild shit and the question of how much can you escape that five years gone fate. Again. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nathan was always this way. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> always, always this way. This refer way. to that episode. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Which we didn't even, I mean, oh my God. There's so many things we didn't even mm-hmm. mention, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah. It's just like, uh, right now it's just nice because it's like, you know, they're, they're the brothers. They, they have their difficulties, but ultimately Nathan shows up for Peter. And it's, like, this really nice and, like, really affirming and positive moment. It's, like, a really beautiful moment. But it's, like, it's also one of those things where it's, like, that's kind of a happy ending, even though it's sad, you know, because you don't know if they're going to die or whatever. I think it's more interesting to see them struggle later on. Mm -hmm. See when they don't uh, show up for each other and when they don't get along. And, yeah, because you just, you look at who they are as people outside of their brotherly bond. You look at who they are as people and they're fairly diametrically opposed. So, it makes sense that they become so separate mm-hmm. and uh, even even antagonistic toward each other as the show goes on. So, it's brother versus brother, you know? <laughs> it's almost <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was about to say the same line, too, so that's great. <laughs> Which, you know, the funny thing about that, obviously, is who was really saying that. But then the storyline in, in Volume mm-hmm, 3. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're strapping yep. y'all for the Petroli show coming up, bro. So. Oh, my God. Yep. Strap in. Oh, boy. Talk about the soap opera of it mm-hmm. all. <laughs> Let's get into we it. We get more Angela Petroli. We love Angela. And, of course, our we favorite do. character to, like, keep bringing up, we get Arthur Petroli coming <laughs> up. So. Yep. I want to see the sprinkles God of Arthur damn. in season two. He just looms so mm-hmm. large. Like, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly surprised at how how goddamn much he is a part of season one without even being a part of it. Like, yeah. I don't remember him being very much in season two, but we will see. <laughs> I guess we'll see, because we didn't remember him being that in season one that much. No, so. no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we wanted to finish off this episode by just being like, hey, 
what character did you find you enjoyed the most overall after the rewatch of volume one? Uh, Rachel, would you like to kick it off? Oh, that we enjoyed more in this rewatch. Yeah, after the okay. rewatch. Yeah. I, we have the same the answer. We wrote for both. on the paper. Yeah. We have the same answer. Yeah, I think we do. Uh, so I'll say for the most, uh, Claire. Yep. More of an appreciation for her storyline than I might have had originally. I didn't hate Claire. No, same. She wasn't like, oh, y'all, Nikki, turn the channel. Like, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but her nuances were more apparent, I think, on this rewatch. Agreed. And, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, I just, I just, I just enjoyed her a little more. Mm -hmm. Um, I I always liked her high school stuff. Yeah. Um, when I watched it the first time and it was after that where I was kind of like, hmm, I don't know with the everything else, but no, she's, she's good. Yeah. But what character did we enjoy uh, <laughs> less this time around? I think you already know. We've already talked about it. Like Matt Parkman. It's like better luck next season, Matt, you know? So yeah, it wasn't until this rewatch. I realized, Oh, hot damn, Matt. You were like, Wah, in season <laughs> one, dude. <laughs> Except him with yeah, Audrey, it, as we said. Yeah. Yes, except with Audrey. That really worked. And again, that goes back to having good chemistry with a guest star and being able to, you know, play with that a little more. Plus, like, Audrey had such a great, like, back and forth with him. Mm-hmm. And they had different personalities and they had, you know, a little bit of a Mulder and Scully vibe. And like, yeah, it was it was cool. He was good working with uh, Noah as well. Especially in their escape yes. from Primatech. Like, that was good. Yes. That was good. Um, I-, I liked him in Company Man. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, he has his moments. We don't just, like, hate no, him. No, 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 no. Um, it's just about enjoying less. And then you think about all the stuff on the side where it's like, oh, the Janice drama. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I mean, spoiler alert, if I c- recall correctly, she's not really in season two. No. And it's like, oh, I wonder why we like him more. Like, mm-hmm. Because, again, not only does he drop a lot of that drama at the time, um, he also gets to get paired up with other characters that we mm-hmm. know and love. And you get to see the results of that. Yeah, I don't. Without being too spoiled. I don't think she so. shows up again until the second half of season three. Uh, she doesn't. Because yeah. it's like, oh, shit, remember? <laughs> Dude, remember yeah. he was married? Remember he was, like, married and had a kid coming that <laughs> we didn't know was his, but now we have, like, a better idea? Yeah. Um, which, you could argue they only brought him back so that they could do the stuff with mm-hmm. the kid, but, like, whatever. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, sorry, Matt. Um, better luck next season, like I said. But from what I remember, I do you, I do like you a lot more in Volume yeah, 2. Yeah, so. agreed. I think your story's better, so. We'll find out at, at our Volume 2 wrap-up. <laughs> we'll find out. Which... We'll be a little while from now because after this episode, we're finally starting volume two. I'm so excited. Like I've said, season one is the one that everyone knows. It's like the back of their hand because, you know, so many people just watch season one and then they quit or whatever. And like, it's, it's so, it's so cool to get to move beyond that because these are all the beats everyone knows by heart. And it's like, no, this is when things get interesting is after that. Mm -hmm. And we get to see them, you know, experiment and we get to see them succeed and fail and it's gonna be fun and then we get to you know see the complications of outside factors like the writer strike and people taking on movie roles and you know Mm -hmm. so it'll be uh it'll be fun i'm very excited same 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 plus we can finally meet this adam bitch that we've been talking about (laughs) 
you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like, pretty much right away, too. Well, yes so. and no. In a spoilery sense, yes no, no. But, like, yes. Yeah. So. That's like saying, you know, we're going to meet Gabriel Gray, you know, first, but we don't. We meet this guy called Siler, and, huh, yep. I wonder. I wonder if they're related at all. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's going to be our next episode. I'm really excited. For now, let's just wrap volume one up in a bow. It's still so much of what got us into the show, I would say. Mm -hmm. Definitely got me into the show. Made the show, like, must-watch television for me. Uh, You know, cemented all these characters. It's it's the foundation. Of course people like it. It's got that nostalgia factor for people because it was their first experience with the show. Uh, Is it the strongest volume? I'd say it it deserves to be ranked in the top of the volumes, but it's not like it's perfect. And there's definitely some volumes that have some cool stories that give it a run for its money, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, did you have any other final thoughts about the volume one of it all? Mm, I don't think so. I think I think I've covered everything I wanted to. Right? It's like cover. <laughs> I feel I feel like it's just like, oh, okay, let's move on. I want to start talking about volume two. We got people to talk about. We got new people. Lots yep. of fun stuff. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to, to go on this journey. Uh, but yeah. So first of all, uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us on our season one rewatch journey. Mm-hmm. Hope that they'll stick around for season two. And thanks everyone for tuning into our weird little summer episodes. <laughs> um I, I thought they were mm-hmm. fun. I thought that was like a fun little, a little lark. But yeah, uh, do you want me to do the socials or you want to do them? You do the socials, Keisha. So if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so uh, on Twitter. We are at Eclipse Podcast. If you want to follow our individual personal accounts, um, Rachel is at that burb there. Burb with a B like Noah Bennett. I'm going to be changing the B thing for volume two, so stay <laughs> tuned. Uh, and I am at Lady underscore Snark. If you want to see me tweet about the Chicago Bulls, <laughs> I'm totally doing that right now. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, you can also email us at uh, eclipsepod at gmail.com. We have an Instagram you can follow. We have a Discord server uh, that we will link to in the show notes. I think that pretty much covers it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, let us know in the, uh, you know, tweet us or let us know in the Discord uh, your overall thoughts on Volume 1 and who you would give a superlative to if you were voting. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then let's and then let's stop talking about Volume 1 forever and start <laughs> doing something else. Ah, uh, Season oh, 2, we're coming! We're coming! <laughs> yeah. No, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, we will see you next time. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Next time on Eclipsed, it's four months later. Where are all of our heroes? Where are all of our villains? We'll tune in and find out.